Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I have my really good friend Paulina joining me today. She owns a character performing company called Princess Parties by Paulina. You can search that on Instagram and you'll be able to find her page. She also just launched her website too, so go ahead and check that out. She just returned from her Disney trip. Um, She was there January 29th through February 3rd, so I'm super excited to have her on today to talk about her experience traveling with three kids, her husband, and doing a split stay. So welcome, Paulina. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me. This is so fun. All right, let's get into it. So first, we're going to talk about how she planned her flights, what airline she used, any issues that she might have had, and any tips that she has for us. So Paulina, take it away. What airline did you take? We flew Frontier because I am on the discount den deal package Mm -hmm. where you get the discounted flights. And when you have to fly with a bunch of people, it's almost... You know, you just, you have to do that to save money. Yeah. We pretty much exclusively use Frontier just because of the discount done. Um, For those that don't know, we both live in the Madison, Wisconsin area. So flying out of Madison, being a smaller airport can get pretty pricey. So we both have been fortunate enough to get some nonstop tickets for pretty reasonable. Do you remember how much you paid for all of your tickets Um, round trip well because my son is under two he was free but for four of us to fly round trip madison to orlando direct flights i believe it was under four hundred dollars and we just surpassed like four hundred and two dollars because we added a checked bag each way wow so that included your baggage correct so I believe the total was probably in the low $400 range for five of us to travel, the baby being free. And we also had the stroller and the car seat. And a lot of you don't know, which we will you know, touch on that very soon. It is free to bring your stroller and your car seat. That's pretty awesome. I definitely fly on a budget. So most of the time I'm packing stuff into my backpack because I'm too cheap to spend that $90 for a checked bag. But the fact that you got all of those tickets and a checked bag for just over $400, that's insane. Yes. So tell us about Discount Done. It's a program that you sign up for every year, right? Yep. It's a year-long membership, and it's about $69.99. And as long as I am the one flying with the family, everybody gets that same discounted rate. That's super cool. One of the things that I did learn with booking my tickets was um, I booked a ticket for myself and then the flights dropped drastically. So I was going to book a separate ticket for my daughter, but it wouldn't let me because I was not also booking a ticket. So I did have to essentially cancel my ticket, repurchase, which did end up working. It's just, you know, it's kind of nerve wracking doing that. So from my understanding, you did have a flight change, which led you to have to essentially cancel and rebook. Yes. Yeah. So what happened was we were booked from a Wednesday to Wednesday And I got a notification 60 days or more before the flight. It was definitely a few months before the actual flight dates um, that they had canceled my coming home Wednesday flight and rescheduled it as an overnight layover in Denver, which we're not going to do that. And so I checked the website and they happened to have a Friday flight coming back and it was cheaper. So I just ended up canceling my whole flight reservation and rebooking that to come home on that day instead of doing that overnight, which was a win-win because we got to spend more time there. Right. And you had that direct flight. Correct. Were you able to do that yourself online on the like the website or did you ha- could you use the app what did you do with that? I mean you could do all of it I kind of went into panic mode <laughs> so I did call them and they did do it for me over the phone and I did find a couple weeks later that the flights did actually drop again so I did just cancel the whole reservation all over again and rebooked it and that's why I was also able to save so much money but it was before the 60-day mark mm-hmm. which if it's after the 60-day mark then you have to pay penalties and whatever so this was all free and I got credited to my Frontier account to use on another flight the money that I had saved by doing that okay so essentially you rebooked for a cheaper flight you weren't refunded the difference. They were given, you were given a credit on your account, correct, correct. which you've already used that credit, correct. right? My husband's birthday present is to go down to fish with his dad in Florida. And he's lucky I'm not tagging along and going to Disney, which I actually am in two weeks. He is fishing with his dad in Florida <laughs> and I am going to Disney. <laughs> 
So it sounds like when you were adjusting your prices or your flights to get that cheaper price, mm -hmm. it was pretty easy. The yeah, money went on your simple. account really quickly. Yes. Because when it. you canceled the flight, they credit it to your account. You don't get that back on your card. Mm -hmm. So when I canceled the whole flight altogether, I got that credit. So then when I rebooked it, I applied it and I had leftover because it was cheaper. Okay. So you had to cancel your flights for your entire family, which mm -hmm. then credited you the entire amount. Let's Correct. just call it $500. Correct. So then when you rebooked, you rebooked it with your luggage, a little over 400 Correct. and that remaining balance was, was about 70, some 70. Mm -hmm. So then you were able to use that in the future. Do you know, does that expire at all? Do you recall? Um, I don't know. Okay. That I don't know. Not like the way that we're, that we're traveling, we're going to use that puppy up. There will be no expiration. Right. I love it. Okay. So let's get into a little bit more of the details of your, your flight of how the boarding process went with three young kids, um, how you checked your stroller car seat. Tell us a little bit more about how that involved your kids and how not stressful it was for you. <laughs> well, luckily Madison's a small airport, so we didn't have a major line to wait in for security or anything. Um, we were able to check our car seat when we were checking our checked bag mm -hmm. and it was free. They consider it a child's item that is needed. And so you don't have to pay extra to have that. So that was really nice. And then, um, just went through security. Actually, my son did have a meltdown through security. So that was kind of funny yet <laughs> frustrating at the same was time. Was he able to be in the stroller through security? Um, I had to hold him okay. through it, which was different at Orlando airport coming back. I was able to keep him in the stroller. So that's just a whole different ball game. But. That is something to note. I don't know what's going on right now, but all airports are so inconsistent, even when it comes down to scanning your boarding pass. Like yeah. some only want your ID, some want both still. It's yes. it's really interesting. So yeah. you did bring your stroller through security. You mm -hmm. just weren't able to have him in it. Correct. Okay. In the Madison airport. And so um, that was pretty standard, pretty easy. And then we checked our stroller at the gate when you go down like the tamarack or mm -hmm. the runway or whatever and they just you leave it right there so when you get off of the plane they'll have it right there for you when you're getting off as well so that all was really smooth did you guys take advantage of the boarding first because you had a young no, child no we always are the last ones on the plane because Same. i don't want to sit there any Same. longer than i have to so, and also like i want to be able to kind of not be shuffled into a plane with a ton of people and sitting there and for what? Like Correct. we're all leaving and if at the I same know time. we're all sitting together anyway, let, you know, I don't want to try. If you're not sitting together, then of course you're going to want to be like, oh, can I switch seats with you? You know, because you're going to have to be doing all this rearranging. Mm -hmm. But you're you're all sitting together. So it was a no-brainer. We just, okay, well, we'll get on when we get on. That's also <laughs> something else to note, too. A lot of, you know, a lot of people kind of like huff and puff when it comes to Frontier. But I'm not going to lie. It is so stress-free, especially if you have a kid, because you get assigned your seats when you get your boarding pass. Unlike many of the other airlines right now that you actually pay a really premium price for, you kind of have to like scramble to get seats and hope that you get sat next to each other or you have to pay for that upgrade. While yes, with Frontier, you can pay for your seats. You're realistically only paying to get a certain row or if you definitely need that window seat, then yes, you might be paying like $20 to $40 extra per ticket. But no matter what, you will always be sat with your same party Obviously, if your party exceeds the row, then you'll be in different rows, potentially, either next to each other or front and back. But no matter what, your party will be seated together. We were all in the same row. So it was, I also noticed that having the infant in your lap, they always put me next to the window. I don't know if that's just customary. So the kid can look out the window. I don't mm -hmm. know. But it was um, me and my son in my lap and then my two daughters. And then just across the row was my husband. Nice. Yeah, I love how that works out. So on the flight itself, um, some of the things that I've noticed that are different, especially with flying with another friend of mine recently, she was saying that a lot of airlines, um, I think she flies Southwest or Delta in particular, she was saying that they don't even really serve drinks, especially alcoholic beverages right now. Well, I can guarantee Frontier on every flight, which I think I've taken probably 20 the last 365 days, serves food beverages, both alcoholic and non-alcoholic. Did That's you guys correct. take advantage of any of those services when you were there or did you bring your own snacks? We brought our own snacks. And then when we were in the airport, we grabbed water bottles. 
That's smart. So did you grab them after you went through security to get a Correct. Hotel? Correct. Okay. Awesome. So then it was your son's first flight. Yes. How'd he do? He did way better than I thought. <laughs> Yay. Except for rightfully so, he did have a couple breakdowns because he's not used to sitting in a small, compact space in right. my lap without being able to move for almost three hours. So he did lose it one or two times. And really, it just took me kind of like hugging him tight. So he would, you know, stop kicking or screaming. And he was over it pretty fast. This is a time where I would say, I am so glad I broke my tablet rule mm -hmm. for screen time because this entire trip, it just saved me from the meltdowns just to have him to be able to calm down and be like focused on something else. Yeah, definitely. Did you have to change him at all on the flight or was he able to, to make it through um, with the dry diaper? We definitely changed him right before the flight Good. and then we changed him after. So we didn't have any need to change them during the flight that's nice and it wasn't like he was chugging water the whole flight you know you'd have sips here and there but it's not like he was gonna be drinking all this water to make him have to go to the bathroom that's awesome okay so it sounds like the flight was pretty smooth not too many issues let's talk about picking up your bags from baggage claim um i personally had a few issues with my stroller i didn't really know where to pick it up i kind of had to like go search around the corner i i didn't realize of course it's not going to fit on you know the carousel but mm -hmm. they didn't really tell me that so mm -hmm. how was getting your bags was it difficult was everything kind of together well so our stroller like i said right when we got off the plane that little door that the um people that do all the baggage stuff come oh for gate check yeah yep. yep they just left it right there for us nice. and we did beat them obviously so we just had to stand there for a couple minutes brought it right up threw all of our stuff in there took our son down with the kids and then our luggage came pretty quick our car seat and our big suitcase came all at the same time so that was really easy too about how long did it take from you deplaning to getting your bags mm, however long it takes to wait for the, the little monorail thing okay so your bags are pretty much there <laughs> it was pretty much it was pretty it was pretty fast i would say that i wasn't waiting around to my knowledge yeah no, it seemed awesome. fast and also for those of you that haven't flown into MCO and to Orlando, you get a little taste of Disney right when you leave your your gate to baggage claim. You do have to ride a little monorail. Yeah, which <laughs> so, is fun for the kids. And You're it's like, decorated. it's already a ride. Yeah. And once you get off, it's already decorated mm -hmm. for, yeah, for the, the 50th. 50th. It's yes. so pretty. So then you got your bags and you were blessed enough to have your family both pick you up from the airport and also drop you off to the resorts, right? Yes. It made it pretty smooth. But if you didn't have them around, what do you think you would have done for transportation with your large family? I mean, we would have had to call some sort of Uber and we would have needed to book like an extra large van or something with that. Because I mean, between the five of us, we each had our carry on bag. My husband has medical equipment that he has to sleep with a CPAP machine. Ooh, lucky him. Yeah. And then we had the big suitcase. So between the five of us, we had five individual bags, his medical bag, plus the big suitcase, plus our car seat and the stroller. So mm -hmm. we would have had to have the Uber services make sure that it was one of their extra large vans or SUVs. And luckily, with my in-laws living down there, you know, seasonally, they have a big, US, mm. big SUV. So that's how we were able to pile everything in there. Do you think that had you been kind of left to fend for yourself with an Uber, would you have been more stressed out having to do that? Or do you feel that with your past travels, using a rideshare service has been pretty I mean, easy? I haven't had an issue, but I also haven't traveled with a large a group. Whole family. Yeah. You know, so I don't know exactly how easy that would have been or how expensive that would have been. I know that it would have been more expensive, mm -hmm. but so I guess that would be something that I would look into in the future had we not had my family there or if they are not down there at the in-laws mm -hmm. and kind of compare services because I know that there's like a Tiffany's town car service mm. that I've heard a lot about that a lot of people like to use and they have the new mirrors transportation and it's just one of those things where I would just have to kind of budget out and see which one would be more worth it yeah same with us you know I obviously look for ease of you know ease of transportation in the sense of I'm not scrambling to figure it out or worry if there's going to be somebody available to me. Mm -hmm. We recently booked uh, Sunshine Flyers, mm -hmm. which the only reason that I really gravitated towards them, because when you compare it to Mirrors, 
Price-wise, they're pretty similar, but I've heard a lot of negatives about Mir's return to the airport travel time. I've heard that they've been late, which for me, I mean, I don't want to get to the airport three hours early. So late by 20 or 30 minutes, I can handle, but I can also understand how that's stressful for some families, especially those ones, you know, traveling out of the country. Um, But Sunshine Flyers is more themed. So it kind of gets you in that idea, you know, you actually get like a little boarding ticket that Aww. is it's a little more themed so that was really exciting to me I've never heard of Tiffany's I'll have to look into it I'm really bummed that the minivans aren't back yet I'm hoping that they find something to do with those and be a little bit resourceful yeah. but I have heard through the grapevine that they're starting to add on some transportation to packages like as an add-on fee yeah. essentially yep I've seen so, that too okay which I find funny that Mirrors was the Disney transportation company that they used and now on the website when you're adding on that transportation they're not using Mirrors there must have been something there was a the, falling uh, out yes there was totally a there's falling. drama I'm a girl I know when, when that happens <laughs> So, I mean, I'll uh, stay tuned, y'all, when Amia and I give you our trip recap, as well as, you know, some planning tips, we'll be able to share a little bit more about the Sunshine Flyers bus. But, I mean, I think when I look at, you know, renting a car and then the amount that it pay- that it costs to um, park your car at the resorts, it heads up so quick. And as much as having your own car is convenient, and especially if you have a large family, I could see where that might be a lot easier just to leave the parks, jump in your car and go wherever you need to go. Um, but I still, to this day, feel like renting a car is a little bit more of a hassle only because I have the worst luck in the world. And I, every time I drive a car, I pray that I don't get into an accident because that's just my luck. So I think just removing that stress from me of not driving somebody else's vehicle even though insurance covers it and I make sure I'm insured, it still is really stressful to me. So I think that you're really lucky to have family yeah, down there. Like, oh I, my gosh. It was so <laughs> convenient, you know, like, oh, a free pickup, a free drop off. Yes. <laughs> like, and it saves so much money. It does. It's so expensive. And again, I don't want to add any additional potential accident costs to my pocketbook. That would just be astronomical I'm sure because Orlando is just known for accidents too oh right and all the Disney traffic through Orlando yeah do you think that um so I know that you and I both mostly focus on Walt Disney World but do you think if you ever added Universal into some of your trips you would be maybe more inclined to get a rental vehicle versus taking public transportation or even those buses um potentially again it's kind of if we align our trips to when the in-laws happen to be in town because then they can do all the dropping off or picking up or just letting us use their vehicle so I also don't even really think about the Universal stuff until the kids are a little bit older Mm-hmm. Since I feel, I mean, I haven't been to Universal in years, but I do know that I feel it's a little bit more of an older kid focused part. I would agree. Because Disney is more focused and inclusive to like the younger kids. Yeah, I definitely would agree. So I think I just might wait on that. And that's just a whole nother thing that I need to study up for because I've studied up on this Disney stuff for hours and I don't have the brain capacity to put Universal in there too. <laughs> I know. And when, when I did it by myself, so I did a solo trip, I used the Mirrors transportation. So I was staying on property at a Disney resort and I used the Mirrors transportation to get from the Disney resort to Universal. And I was really pleased. It was like 10 or $12. It was super affordable. But again, I was traveling by myself. If I had a family of five, that one trip from the resort to Universal mm-hmm. round trip is going to be close to, you know, almost a hundred bucks yeah. if you do that a yeah. couple days. So yeah, so it's just really interesting, um, you know, when you start adding on each person, how much that truly raises the price and you're just trying to compare what works for you and your family. All right, now on to the fun stuff, Walt Disney World Resorts. You did a split stay. Your first one was CBR, Caribbean Beach Resort, Saturday to Tuesday, so three nights. And then your second resort was AOA, Art of Animation. That was Tuesday to Thursday, two nights. Just out of curiosity, which one was your favorite? Art of Animation. Hands down. Hands Art of down. <laughs> I love it. I've never stayed there, so I'm really excited to hear a little bit more about the trip. But let's start with CBR first. So you arrived on Saturday, and your in-laws drove you, correct? Correct, yes. How was check-in? What was the feel, the theme like? Tell us about that. Everything was really smooth. It really felt like you were arriving into a tropical destination. You really felt like you were in the Caribbean. That's, I mean... I would agree. I really loved it. I loved the hammocks and the sand. Yeah. 
But unfortunately for us, we were there when it was frigid cold. Yeah, and that's the bad part about when we got there is we arrived at the Caribbean in Wisconsin temperatures. So we kind of had the two days of winter for Florida at that resort. So So you weren't able to use the pool, No, so we didn't use the pool. We did see people in the pools, but I mean, all power to them. I can't get into the pool when it's 40, 50 degrees. <laughs> Me either. Not even if it's heated. Yeah, no. So, so did you check the pool out though? We did look at the pools and they have numerous ones throughout the resort. So we definitely had a pool right outside of our room in Jamaica is where we were. And then they had another big main pool down by where they have the restaurant and the lobby mm-hmm. and the cafeteria. So the pools looked really neat. It was just too cold to go in. So that's also something that recently kind of triggered, you know, my budget mind of if I really want to revolve a trip around pool time, that's obviously very important to choose your resort, but you might get unblessed with Mm -hmm. kind of crappy cold weather Mm -hmm. like we were for those two weeks. No one was expecting it. So had I spent that extra money to stay at a, a different resort that I was more willing to go into that pool I think I would have been disappointed yeah definitely were like your kids if, disappointed at all or was um, that not kind of really in the plan I mean, anyways they love swimming but mm-hmm. I think that because we already had so much planned that they weren't really looking forward to going to that pool necessarily the pools were nice but there was yeah. nothing like super neat about the theming of it like art of animation was okay. which we will get to that when I talk about my so new exciting. favorite resort <laughs> So we've been to the pool. My daughter, Amia, will say hands down that the pool is super awesome. And I think it's because of the zero entry. I think that that really just makes it a lot more approachable for littler kids. Mm -hmm. At that time, she wasn't swimming on her own without Mm -hmm. a life vest either. So I can see why that's really appealing to people. Mm -hmm. My personal thing with Caribbean Beach was that I did not love having to kind of walk across a busy street to get to that main area. Um, we we were really far away. So I think that was the downfall where any of the other resorts that we've stayed at, we've kind of still felt like we were in a bubble where I feel like Caribbean, just the bubble kind of was broken in a few spots around the resort. Would you agree? Did yeah, you it makes that? sense. I mean, luckily, and this is like the number one thing that I would suggest if you are staying at Caribbean Beach Resort is you request Jamaica. Okay. Because Jamaica is centralized to being really close to the Skyliner mm-hmm. and it's really close to being on the other side of the bridge that you take to go to like Sebastian's Bistro and the lobby. So our walk was minimal. And we also had the bus stop to our bus to take to Magic Kingdom right by us, too. So Walking distance time to the buses, how long do you, would you say? Two minutes. Skyliner? Three minutes. That's amazing. Yeah. And then to the hotel lobby where we did the pool and stuff because we were right next to that bridge, three minutes. That's super cool. And considering the resort is so huge and that centralized everything, I can see where it'd be the most... I, I don't know how people wouldn't know to request Jamaica. <laughs> right? You I know, didn't know like, until yeah. you just told yeah. me. Yeah, and there's also a little beach right next to us, too. Mm-hmm. They have beaches, like, set out throughout the parks. Obviously, because of the weather, we didn't get to enjoy them. The girls did play in the sand for a couple minutes mm-hmm. on the warmer of the two days, you know, when it got up to 50. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, Yeah. So as far as your room goes, so obviously it sounds like Jamaica is the place to be. How was the size? Were the beds comfortable? Did you like the sheets? Because you hear your neighbors. Yeah. Um, we thought that the room size was pretty good. We did get the standard room with the two queens. We knew not to get the pirate room because they are so small yes. and the smaller. I beds. would never do the pirate room again, you guys. Maybe yeah. one night. No, I would not do it again. If I was going to do it and I've never done it before, I would only recommend one night. Yeah. No, we just did the standard room and there was enough room where I think we just had to move a bench to set up my son's pack and play for him to sleep in. Otherwise, spacing wise, it was great. Awesome. I feel like when I stayed there, I could hear people flushing all night. I didn't. The only thing I did hear was a crying baby all night on the last night we were there, which I mean, I get it. Like I felt bad. It's not like I'm going to complain about it. But do you think if you were at a different resort and that same baby was staying in the room next to you, would you have heard it? I don't know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, some, but I'm a mom, so I feel like I can hear a baby crying a mile away anyway. So. Right. No, I totally get that. All right. Well, let's move on to resort number two. 
All right, so clearly your favorite resort. Is this your favorite resort of all time or just this trip? I mean, I think all time, but I also love The Little Mermaid and I love Finding Nemo. So the fact that that played a big factor into all of their mm -hmm. like decor, I was personally in heaven. So Art of Animation was the second of her split stay at Walt Disney World. And let's talk about the pool. Um, It is amazing. So they have two or three pools throughout. The Little Mermaid pool was closed to have it renovated. Okay. And the big Finding Nemo pool was amazing. It has the zero entry, so it was good for the little kids. Right next to it, they had a little, like, splash pad type thing for the kids, all themed Finding Nemo. It was adorable and huge. It was so huge. And luckily, the weather was high 70s, low 80s on the days that we were there. So on our last day that we had dedicated to an all-pool day, it was perfect. That's awesome. I have heard such great things about the pool. So for somebody like me who has a weekend coming up and focusing just on pool days, crossing fingers, weather works out for us, would you say that it's totally worth spending the extra couple hundred dollars to stay here? Yes, hands down. Because, I mean, if you like stuff, like Blizzard Beach or mm -hmm. Typhoon Lagoon. Granted, this place doesn't have big water slides or anything, but mm -hmm. if you're looking for like a Disney-themed pool that has like a lot of stimulation of stuff to look at and the fountains, then this would be the one that you would want to go to. Uh, I'm tempted. I'm tempted, y'all. We'll see. Um, now let's talk about the transportation, everything else, the busing, the Skyliner. Did you use any of those services to get to and from the parks when you were seeing Art of the Animation? So we only used the Skyliner because the day that we were there was the day that we did Hollywood Studios. The day that we had switching resorts from Caribbean Beach to Art of Animation, we were at Magic Kingdom. So we did have to utilize the buses for that. Mm -hmm. But the hotel was able to transport all of our luggage to our other hotel while we were at the park. So we did not have to worry about that. They're doing that again. That's yes. so nice. Yes, it's so convenient. They just came to... Um, or I'm sorry. Yeah, they came to our room to grab all of our luggage. And then they were able to just drop it off at the other hotel. So when we got to AOA, we called mm -hmm. the front desk and let them know we were there and they brought it up to us. So would you recommend a split stay for a family of five? Yeah, it's convenient. I mean, it's a little bit of extra work of having to pack everything up when you get back. But I had a pretty uh, OCD system where I had everything packed to begin with per day because I know that the weather fluctuated so much that mm -hmm. everybody's clothes were put in a stack by day, by park, what we were How doing, do and it? the weather. And so everyone had their carry-on bags that had the first two days of clothes in it. So we did not have to open our suitcase once until we were halfway through of our stay at Caribbean Beach. That's amazing. And then we just kind of rotated everything out that we needed. So I made sure that everything in our backpacks for the transportation from CBD to... Mm -hmm. or CBR yep. to the other resort, everything was in our backpacks. We did not need to open up our actual suitcase until we had the pool day on our last day at the hotel. That's crazy. Do you think um, that you've done that system? Would packing cubes be something that would be beneficial to I have mean, you organize? Maybe, I guess, maybe, but I made it work. Yeah. I had my own little cubes per stack you of did. every you day. You made your own packing cubes. I yeah. just, I think they're so cute and I'm just, I'm so cheap. I'm like, I don't want to well, buy I them. I feel like they would also weigh down my bag because my bag was pushing the limit and I'm quite certain it went over the limit and, and they were just being and kind. And they were just like, okay, you're. I feel for you. <laughs> so how was the room at AOA? Um, so they just recently renovated the room. So I hear. COVID. Yeah, so it's not the carpet anymore. And I hadn't been there prior to this, but it was the hardwood, laminate, bright turquoise flooring. Do I remember you comparing it to movies when we stayed there? Um, Kind of, but the they flooring. looked a little bit newer and nicer. Okay. Yeah, yeah okay. same kind of concept okay now with the kids I like it but with the hardwood floor yeah. it's easier to slip on if you're you know going back and forth to the pool I mean my little guy you know was constantly 
constantly tripping because he's a little toddler. He's, you know, not even two yet. And so when he would fall at Caribbean beach, it wouldn't hurt as much because he's on the carpet, but like, not that he had any major injuries. I was just more on the defense of like having my eye on him at all times because yeah. he likes to roll around on the bed. Not that he's like a huge, yeah, you know, renegade where he's falling and crashing everywhere, but it just worries you that if it's like one little extra roll, he's going to be smacking down on hardwood floor as opposed to carpeting. Yeah, that makes sense. So it was just a little bit nerve wracking, but the beds are also higher at AOA. Okay. Because of, I think it was a spacing thing where you could throw your suitcases and storage under the bed. So that was convenient because the rooms are obviously a little bit smaller. We were in the Little Mermaid rooms. And so that did help to have space to put everything under our bed. It was just a little bit, like I said, nerve wracking that the beds were higher and it's hard floor. So if there's a roll off, the yeah. you could get hurt. Yeah. No, I can understand that. So if you, let's say you weren't able to stay at Art of Animation and you stayed at Caribbean Beach the entire trip, do you think that your trip would have been as awesome? Um, I mean, what I don't know doesn't hurt me. <gasps> right. Like if I didn't know Art of Animation was going to be so neat. Yeah. But I mean, it also, like, I, I mean, Caribbean Beach was really neat in the aspect that you literally felt like you were in the Caribbean. Like yeah. it didn't feel like you were in tropical Florida. It felt like you were in tropical Caribbean. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I would have been happy, but if you want the actual Disney mm. feel, then Art of Animation. Just because it just is exploding with Disney, Lion King, Cars, Finding Nemo, Little Mermaid. I didn't see much of the car stuff because that was on the other end of the resort. Okay. But the Lion King stuff was super cute and, you know, Little Mermaid and Nemo. I don't know. I'm just obsessed with all that stuff. So. I mean... We go to Disney because we love Disney, right? Well, right. And I feel like all the decorations was like times a hundred because, you sure. know, when we stayed at movies, they just had little touches of like the yeah. um, movies in the different areas. But this, everything was exploding of Disney stuff, That's Disney cool. decor everywhere. Even the bathrooms were cute. Yeah. I like, remember you sent me a picture. <laughs> yeah. I mean, both the bath, like the bathrooms in our hotel was completely themed Ariel where it looked like you were in her um, little cave where she has all of her. Yeah her knickknacks that she keeps or whatever it was you literally felt like you were in her treasure trove and my daughter was singing the little mermaid songs when she was in there it was so cute I would have recorded her but Aww. I was just like taking it taking in, in I had to take it in I didn't want to grab my phone and she's showering you know what I mean yeah but like um and but the bathrooms in the lobby the boy I made my husband take pictures in the boy's bathroom because it was so such pretty blue tile and it was you know, perfectly themed. themed for yeah and then the girls bathroom was this pretty pink tile and it was like almost like a pearlescent like a mother mm. of pearl looking tile mm -hmm. of the pinks with the aerial in it I'm just obsessed I've told my husband I want to do the bathrooms like that I mean it sounds like you're right if you magical. didn't know it wouldn't hurt you but if there was yeah. somebody listening right now art of animation book it. There's your answer. I want to book it again so bad. And it's just convenient because of the Skyliner also. Yeah. I think that with, it, it's interesting because the Art of Animation is a value resort per Disney booking, but it is more of a moderate price. Correct. And I think that is because of the pool and how big it is and okay. how amazing it is and the transportation of the Skyliner. Okay. That makes sense. Because Pop is a little bit more expensive also considering it's a value. I mean, it's, yeah, you know what I mean? Like I would say it's in between value and moderate. It is. And you know what? I'm going to be honest. Every time I go and book because I'm crazy and I pretend like I'm going on a trip that I'm actually not, I just look, <laughs> I, I never right. see Pop available. Pop is never People available. People really like it. And I walked around and my oldest daughter really, really liked it. She thought it was really cool. For some reason, I wasn't, like, super impressed with it. Yeah. I mean, I love that it's clean. When yeah. I stayed at Pop, I stayed there right after it reopened and it was re-renovated. It was, I mean, the, the Skyliner is really, to me, the only difference mm -hmm. between that and movies. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I didn't look inside any of the rooms or anything. We just kind of walked around the it property. It was literally like the same as kill. movies. Yeah. And, I mean, it just... Nothing special. Yeah. It did. I, I mean, some people are into all the different centuries of yeah, you know whatever no, I mean I don't know I just I like art of animation <laughs> yeah I mean it sounds like if you were like me if you were doing a pool stay and not doing mm -hmm. the parks art of animation sounds like it's the way to if go. I had to stay at pop I would find a way to sneak into art of animation just to use the pool <laughs> I mean don't go off of what I'm saying that's naughty but 
you you would. That doesn't mean that you ha- have done it. I have not right? done it. Haven't done In it. my naughty mind, I would have given myself a little sprinkling of Disney magic and gifted <laughs> myself a little walk over to the AOA pool. You would have made a friend, let's be real. That's oh, what yeah. you would have done. Well, the convenient thing about having the in-laws down there is my mother-in-law was able to come and get us from AOA and because she was just doing a pickup she didn't have to pay for parking or anything well she actually stayed and swam at the pool with us for I mean she didn't swim but she stayed and you know enjoy side and enjoy yeah went to the bar had one of the drinks at the outdoor bar yes let's talk about that so I know that you went to Sebastian's Bistro Mm -hmm. you have mixed feelings about it you it was good. I mean, I think I would, but maybe not with kids because I think that the seasoning that they had on like the, the the jerk seasoning kind of theme that they had going there, the kids didn't really like it. It was a little bit too spicy or a little bit too seasoned for them. They loved the rolls because there's just like this Mm. sweet butter type thing that goes on it. So they essentially lived off of the rolls for their dinner. I would try pushing, you know, I think they might've liked the chicken after we took the breading off, but I feel like they just went hungry. Yeah. So for those that don't know, Sebastian's was at Caribbean Beach Resort. Did you have any other food or drinks at Caribbean? Um, we, you know, we had the cocktails, but sure. I mean, theming wise. Was I that was... at Sebastian's or did you yeah, go? Yeah, it was at Sebastian's. Okay. We had them there. Okay. And so they were good. Then when you went to Art of Animation um the we they only have the cafeteria like they don't have a specialized restaurant that you can make a reservation at it's just cafeteria food so I mean I'd say it was your standard value resort okay cafeteria food so when you're comparing the cafeteria at AOA versus what we experienced at movies similar okay so not great but if you're starving it tastes like Cafeteria, cafeteria food. food. Yeah. And you can get food for 10 bucks and under, would you say? Or um, is it a little I bit more now? I think that there was a lunch item that I got that was it was like an Asian dish, like a chicken and rice type thing. I think mm-hmm. that was a little bit more than $10. I'm going to guesstimate like the between 10 and 15 range, if I had to guess off the top of my head. So if somebody had the time or they wanted to, you know, make the trek, would you recommend to try to go off-site for food versus um, relying I'd on I'd say the- if you're just having a pool day, you don't need to be, like, okay. bougie about it. Right. If just that enjoy yeah. it. I mean, like, we had breakfast down there. We just got the standard um, Mickey Mouse pancakes. Well, they have a theme, so it was, like, Cars pancake or Cars waffles or whatever. Oh. Yeah, and then they had, like, the Nemo waffle. So, so if it's... Just a quick breakfast before you do a pool day, and then you just want to bring lunch to the pool. They have pizzas. I saw people bringing pizzas okay. down to the pool. I almost wish we just would have done that. It would have been cheaper and a little sure. bit easier. But, um, I mean, they have just your hamburgers, cheeseburgers, chicken nuggets. I mean, the kids. The, I feel like the cafeteria-type food was the favorites of the kids. Yeah. I mean, because it's, it's so bland and it's so yeah. generic that it's easier for the kids. Did you have fridges in both rooms? Yes. So if you wanted to Instacart or Amazon delivery or whatever yes. delivery service. Yes. They're small fridges. Right. But you can still put some things in there. And luckily, again, we had the in-laws pick stuff up for mm. us before we got there especially diapers that was a big thing so we didn't have to bring down all these diapers she got a box of diapers for us a thing of wipes yeah. snacks for the kids because then we were able to just get it a, a tote yeah and bring it to the resort and then you know that's part of all your luggage that the concierge takes they move care around for, for you. you that's yeah, so nice service. one of the things that I always struggle with is I'm a huge strawberry and raspberry like and apples I love mm-hmm. I love all of we those. have all that it's so hard to find fresh fruit at the parks. Yeah. No. And that's why we had to pack our own. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're doing the, I know that Walmart, you can do the free delivery. If you sign up for it, it's like 30 day trial, which is free. So you can do the Walmart delivery too. That's smart about that. Um, side note, I actually deleted my Instacart account. My Instacart account, I found out was getting hacked internally and I had hundreds hundreds of dollars of different charges over the course of a month that was getting charged. And I couldn't figure out what it was from because it kept showing like Kroger online, which is a local grocery store. So just be warned because even though it won't um, show up in the back end of purchasing, Mm -hmm. 
it's because it's not actually being purchased or delivered. So watch those charges. Instacart has been hacked. I actually contacted Instacart customer service and the gentleman I spoke with said his account had also been hacked. And that is an internal hack job guys, because it it's obvious it was done online and there was no like transaction besides for an online purchase to some random store. So I think I'd be trying Walmart next time. So I think we know that Art of Animation is the winner for the resorts. Now, what about the transportation? Because you do have the um, blessing of being able to use the Skyliner as well as the buses. Um, and you obviously had the opportunity to use the monorail here and there too. What would you say was the advantages of certain transportation versus disadvantages? So let's start with the monorail. Uh, monorail, we just took from Magic Kingdom to the Contemporary because we had reservations at Chef Mickey's. And it was convenient that we didn't have to roll up the stroller, fold up the stroller, I guess. And we were just able to go right on and off. What about the buses? Um, buses tend to feel a little bit more cramped and there's limited space for sitting. Yeah. So um, it, it gets a little obnoxious when you're like quickly trying to grab all your bags and then fold up the stroller. So you do have to on. fold up you your stroller on the bus. the stroller, which is also annoying to have to get the child in and out of a stroller who is not going to want to get back in the stroller once they are out. But I mean, we managed and it was fine. Okay. Um, would you, so where did you take the bus then? Uh, we had to take the bus from Caribbean beach to magic kingdom because our only park yeah. we did was Epcot, which you can do the Skyliner mm. and then magic kingdom. So we had to bus and then Hollywood studios, which was the Skyliner again. So you didn't have any option to not take the bus. Correct. Basically. We also took the bus down to Disney Springs. Okay. Okay. And it sounded like you had a little bit of a routine that you planned out with your husband, yeah. right? Like we had it down to a science by, you know, probably the second or third time that we had to load on and off of a bus where, you know, we grabbed all of our stuff. The girls had to hang on to their stuff and help with the extra bags. And I just grabbed my son, my husband grabbed the stroller and it was just a really good system. That's good. I think having help is really nice too. <laughs> oh, I would. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> You don't want to do this by yourself. <laughs> we'll just put it that way. So obviously you stayed at a Skyliner resort. Well, two of them for a reason, because who doesn't love the Skyliner? Well, right. And it was just super, it was almost like it was a ride for the kids yeah. too also. And you know, my husband loved it. And it was to the point where he started getting high maintenance and he would request to not have the um, the little cart or whatever that has the shading. Yes picture like how it's like the picture on it because he can't see very well yeah because he can't see and he was so adamant (laughs) that that we need to wait for one that didn't have that so he could see that is awesome (laughs) he was like a child (laughs) pro tip though right yeah it truly is it's an experience yeah so stroller on the skyline yeah and you could just get right on and off and I like that it was intimate where you were just with your party if you have a bigger party so I think you can fit up to what six eight oh, gosh, people in there so, yeah okay well we're a family of five so they weren't going to really pack anyone else in there with us so it was nice just to have the intimacy of our own family in there not having to roll up the stroller you just got right on and enjoyed the ride and then got right off I, I mean if I had a choice I would always try to stay at a Skyliner mm-hmm. resort and it just so happens my favorite resort is on the Skyliner yeah. so it works out I think that's such a blessing, honestly. Did you ever have to use private transportation like Lyft or Uber rideshare? No. Was there ever a point where you thought, "Mm, I kind of want to order one because I don't want to wait in the line for a bus or anything? Um, I'd say that it would have been the best suited for after Harmonious. Now, my husband stayed with our oldest daughter because I took the two younger ones. They were just tired and it was past their bedtime and they just wanted to go home and go to sleep. Or I'm sorry, back to the resort. Our yeah. home resort. And home, go to sleep. it is home. Yeah, home is home. <laughs> it's home when we're there. So we, they wanted to go back and he ended up having to wait almost two hours to get onto the Skyliner to come back to the hotel, which what? he would have been better off just calling an Uber at that point. Where did he stand? Japan. So how long did it take for him to get from Japan to the Skyliner? Um, that I don't know. I just know that he was waiting in line for almost two hours to get on the Skyliner. So oh, from no. Japan to his ride back to our place was about two hours long. Gosh, was he a little upset at himself? 
Um, or did was it fine? Like they still were having I a good mean, time. They weren't burnt out. I mean, they were burnt out. Like they were tired. But I think that he liked the show so much that okay. it kind of made it worth it for him. But he was like, "This is ridiculous." Yeah, and I can tell. I mean, he doesn't really like crowds. Which okay, why are you going to Disney then? Like <laughs> this is where you okay, we, we do that. And that's when you do that shock therapy treatment, where if you like have a fear of something or you hate something, Disney like this is where go. you throw yourself all in to. <laughs> torture yourself out of having that hatred for that thing yes so so it sounds like he still handled it well because I do know those lines can get crazy yeah and so I mean we never waited in line for transportation that was the only time there there was any sort of wait for that where they were stuck yeah I mean that does sound pretty normal um so if you aren't staying at a Skyliner resort you obviously have to take a bus and they do stack buses really well I would say and And they they also give you those coach buses too which yes yeah luckily when we had to take the bus back from Magic King dumb to art of animation they were bringing four buses at a time yeah so i mean we only had to probably wait for 20 minutes for a bus at right after the fireworks yep keep in mind yep. where it's the most busiest time where everyone's shuffling out at the same time we only waited 20 minutes for a bus because like i said they were coming in four at a time and we luckily were able to get a coach bus and that is when we were able to actually put our stroller underneath the bus Ooh. instead of having to drag it up onto the bus so that was really really nice that is we got lucky. lucky. Yeah, <laughs> we definitely got lucky. So out of all of the transportation, it sounds like Skyliner is your favorite. Skyliner is the easiest. I mean, if we had a monorail situation, that would have obviously been, you know, just as easy. But I really like the aspect that the kids thought of it as a ride because you're fun. Yeah. You can look around at everything. My husband was obsessed with looking at Dolphin and Swan Hotel. Yes. He kept saying, I love the swans. It's oh, look so at the pretty. swans. So it turned into a joke every time we got on the Skyliner, how everybody else is looking at all the other Disney stuff. And my husband kept saying, look at the swans, guys. <laughs> So it sounds like the Skyliner was somewhat of an attraction it for was, everyone. It was. And we even, when my mother-in-law came to pick us up at the pool, we made it a thing to take her on a ride at the Skyliner. And she even said, I feel like I got my Disney experience by being at that pool and going on the Skyliner. That is so cool. Well, let's get into talking about some of the attractions then. All right, girls. So we're going to rapid fire some tips and tricks for the attractions and rides at Walt Disney World, as well as some etiquette tips that you and I have observed over (laughs) our experiences. So let's do it. What are some things that are going to be really helpful when you have kids and you're doing those attractions and rides? Well, if you're doing the Genie Plus, especially, you want to have the magic bands because when you're scanning into the parks, you don't want to be fidgeting through your phone. And let's be honest, you want to try to save as much battery as possible. Because you're going to be in your phone most of the day setting up those rides, which is kind of not ideal for what, you know, you want to be doing there. You don't want to be in your phone. You want to look around. It is what it is. But I would say magic fans for scanning in and out of the parks, scanning in and out of rides. It just makes it that much easier. And one last thing that you have to have out all the time with your phone. So having Genie Plus, do you think that you would have been more stressed out? Using Genie Plus if you did not have a magic band. Um, Yes, because I just would have been fumbling for my phone. Yeah. I mean, that's super smart because there are a lot of people who stay off site. They don't stay at the resorts who don't understand the use of magic bands Mm -hmm. because it really does do a lot more if you're on resort. At first, when I didn't go with the family, I just figured, okay, it is what it is. I just, you know, have my phone. It's right here because it's out. But you have all these other things that you have when it comes to kids. You know, you have to carry one of them that, you know, one under two. And so, yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. it just, you need the magic bands. I personally, and the kids have fun opening up the hotel room door with it. Yeah. Like it became just something to look forward to where the kids wanted to take turns opening the door after every day that we come back from the park. And we are anxiously awaiting the new magic bands to, to arrive. Come on, Disney. So for the old magic bands, for now, there's also a little accessory that you said you want to be able to get next Yeah, time. it's the, um, I think the magic band buddy, because mm-hmm. there was a couple instances where the girls band fell off. Luckily, we didn't lose it. They were able to, you know, catch themselves. But because it was cold, they were taking on and off their jackets. Oh, yeah. And that's when it would get caught. So it would like unsnap. So Correct. getting that thing that kind of wraps yeah, around. Yeah, yep. And then um, my husband's fell off because when he's trying to fumble with the backpacks and with our son it you know he would the the baby would kick and it would kind of like catch on his band and it would pop off so I would say his popped off the most and I was probably like two or three times 
So it definitely sounds like that's something to to like utilize. I 100% will always support Etsy businesses over Amazon. So please, please, please always shop on Etsy when you're looking for stuff like this You can this get it more too. personalized also. Well, I feel yes, more cute. I agree. Okay. What's next? Stroller stuff? Stroller um, accessories. Yes. Okay. So... If you go to Disney with a child and you have a stroller, you will notice that there are stroller parking areas. Mm -hmm. You will also notice only from experience that your stroller will not be in the same spot that you left it because the lovely cast members move them. And I get it. They are moving it to make more room for other strollers when other strollers are leaving and some people park their stroller in the way of stuff. I understand but you are going to lose your stroller. I don't care if you have a sign on your stroller. If it is dark out, how are you going to see a dark sign? Right? right? So we got lights. I think that we did get these on Amazon. They're just little like fairy lights. And I wrap them around the um, handlebars of the stroller. And not only are we able to pick our bright glowing stroller out of the dark, you can still see it in the daytime. Right. I know that some people use balloons, but it is very common that a lot of strollers are going to have balloons. So you might think, oh, it's going to be easy to pick out your, your red, balloon, from the or, red yeah. balloon with the other 12 red balloons, but you're also going to be hitting yourself in the face while you're pushing your stroller with this balloon that you bought all day. So I'd say for just like ease and convenience, get the lights. It's going to be glowing super bright. Yeah. And no, I found that not a lot of people had those lights. That's and so every smart. time I saw a family trying to look for their stroller, I'd be like, you need to get these lights. Get some lights. It's like literally flashing lights. You're right over here. I know. I agree. Uh, One of the tips that I have that I constantly observe, especially when I'm solo, because I have a lot more time to observe people, is people will carry their child into the line, especially if it's a coaster. Please, please, please put your kid down before you get into line because you're going to have to have your kid get down so they can make sure that they meet the height requirement. And let's be real, if your kid's anything like mine, and I'm like, oh, let's just set you down quick, and they don't want to get down, it's going to be a hassle. And I swear, nine times out of ten, these kids are throwing a fit because mommy or daddy has to put them down to get measured. So please have your child walk up into the line. Now, talking about lines, what do you do with your kid when you're in line and they cannot sit in the stroller? Well, luckily, we only used our Genie Plus to go on rides where we knew we would not have to have a weight at all. Genie plus for the win. Yeah. So I would highly recommend that. And I mean, I think the longest that we waited was probably 20 minutes. Okay. And I mean, my son did get a little bit anxious a couple times, but again, we threw a phone in his face and let him play a game and me and my husband took turns you know, holding him and the the girls were kind of distracting him by doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And when we would see, cause a lot of those lines have like things to look at. Yeah. Which is interactive too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like that's on purpose, you know? Of course. So, I mean, just distracting him with stuff like that, but I don't know how ever you would wait in line with a kid for, for hours. Oh. Right. I know. I mean, 20 minutes I was tapping out. I know. You know? Some of the things that I suggest are let your kids snack. Go grab a Dole Whip while you're standing in line because luckily they're letting us do that again. Please, bubbles are great, but just please be careful when you're using bubbles. Some people don't want them shoved in their face. So when you do get inside, be mindful. Turn off those Mm -hmm. bubble machines. Um, Forgo your screen time. Just throw it out the window. Let your kid use their tablet. We also started bringing a dry erase board that was like from the dollar store and we would play tic-tac-toe or we would play hangman. And that really started helping us Especially too. if you have the little backpack to be able to throw stuff yep. in there. Just Definitely. Just sort of ease of taking it in and out. And it's not going to be something you have to hold on to on the ride. For sure. So let's talk a little bit more about etiquette and things that, you know, would help everybody's experience go well. One of the things that I noticed, I think we both noticed this on the, actually October 1st, the 50th, was a lot of kids on shoulders and just blocking the view. And just remember that everyone is also trying to see those. So we just really, really suggest that people are a little mindful about, you know, if your kid has to go on your shoulders, maybe it's best to kind of stay tucked back by Casey's Corner. That's a really good spot that you're not going to be blocking a ton of people view. Oh, and I feel like if there's also like a injury factor in that because oh, for sure. it's not like the fireworks, there's a lot of spaced out people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. like if something were to happen, 
where somebody trips and falls or if somebody knocks into somebody else, you have that chain wave reaction. Oh, yeah. And if you happen. have a kid on your shoulders and you get pushed into and you fall over, yep. I mean, that's just yeah, I've seen it happen. of I know. potential injuries that I avoid at all costs. So. And also, side note, you cannot sit on the trash cans. You cannot have your kids stand on the trash cans. Again, this is a liability issue, but also people need to access those trash cans. Um, another thing too, uh, you had a really great tip about the fireworks at magic kingdom, especially if you do feel like your kid's going to be a little antsy or they do want to kind of pop up and get on your shoulders quickly here and there to see the show. Where do you recommend standing for quick access out of the parks? So I figured this out by default because I actually went down to get snacks Mm -hmm. and left my phone there. And so I realized when I got back to the area my family was sitting in, I didn't have my phone. So I had to go back to guest services in the lost and found. Mm -hmm. And I did not want to wait until after the fireworks were done to go back and get them because it would have been a madhouse to get out. So I was just stayed back there, got my phone and right where the train station is, where they have like the princesses come out. We just stood front and center looking down Main Street at these fireworks and nobody was around you. And then it was super convenient to just tell my husband, hey, we're just going to shoot right out of this door here, or, you know, the exit. And we were in and out. We didn't have to deal with the crowd. It all happened for a reason. Exactly. So, I mean, you could see the fireworks perfect. You cool. saw all the stuff lighting up on Main Street and there was nothing in the way. No kids on the shoulders to get in the way of everything because you're just looking at it right front on. You had a couple of different views of the castle for the new show, for Mm -hmm. Enchantment. Mm -hmm. You went on Main Street. You got to see the projections. You also were super close for the for the first night ever. Yeah, right. What would you say is an ideal spot for people with kids? I mean, I know that it feels and looks cool to be right down in front of everything. But like I said, when you're far back like that, you still see everything perfect. You're still on Main Street. You're just towards the exit. And there's no one around you and you get to see firsthand all that stuff going up and down Main Street, all the light projections and the fireworks are right there and there's nothing blocking your view because everything's up so high. And you're less crowded. Right. You're not packed in like sardines as much. Yeah. And I I did notice a couple of people that were in the back had their kids in their pajamas. So I wonder if they had been in the parks all day and just wanted to quick just come and watch the fireworks from back there for an ease to just get right back out of there again. I love it. Well, it sounds like you had a really good trip. If you had to pick one thing that you would say is a don't miss item to purchase from the parks, what would you say? Um, I would say for little ones, get the bubbles. My little one loved the Mickey Mouse bubbles. Mm-hmm. He loved his Mickey Mouse balloon. I made sure to get that at the firework time because I, I didn't want to walk around with it in the park. Right. I just didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. Popping, having a meltdown. Or just Mm -hmm. hitting me in the face or getting tangled up and stuff. So for little ones, the balloons and the bubbles. For the older kids, they loved their ears. So how much would you budget for balloons and bubbles? Um, I mean, I would probably say we were lucky and each of the kids got gift cards for Christmas. So each girl had $300 -hmm. and the little one had $75. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, we also did a big shopping day, but Mm -hmm. I think if you were going to limit yourself, I would say maybe $100 per kid so they can get ears in the t-shirt and snacks. Yeah. Yep. That's a big thing too. The ears, as much as we love to hate them sometimes, they always are coming out with some new ones. Mm -hmm. And those are actually getting pretty expensive now. It's anywhere from like $29.99 to $39.99, you said. Yeah. The 50th ones were a little more on the high end, which makes sense. But it's a perfect souvenir staple. It's not like you have to wear the ears when you get home. You know, it's just like a remembering thing of wearing the ears. and Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, rapid fire question. What are your must-dos? with kids at Disney. Chef Mickey's. I love the breakfast there and just the interaction with the characters. It was probably one of our favorite things that we did. And every time they say, can we go back to Chef Mickey's the whole time throughout the trip? Okay. Um, Toy Story Land. My little one loved it. It was so cute. You actually felt like you were in Toy Story. 
And yeah. then um, the ride I would say would be the Toy Story Mania. That was my husband's favorite ride because it was like a video game yeah. for him. Yeah. So he it's very went on that twice, actually. <laughs> my husband liked it so much. I really liked Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. That was cute. Never been on that before because it was new. Everybody mm. loved that. The Calvacades, all the kids loved. You see the princesses. You see Mickey and Minnie. You got to see Buzz and Woody. So, you know, the kids just lost their minds when they saw that. Yeah. And um, everybody really, really loved the first time in forever frozen sing-along my mm. girls are frozen obsessed and I now think that my little one is obsessed with frozen because since we've gotten back from that trip oh he wants to watch frozen, frozen. yeah so it sounds like to me you know it's interesting because there are a lot of people that say I have little kids what parks do I go to and everyone always says Magic Kingdom but from your list the favorite Hollywood Studios the favorite was Hollywood Studios hands for down. everyone everyone hands down like Hollywood Studios I think by default um, Magic Kingdom was a little bit deterred from being a favorite favorite because it was so busy at that part. I can understand that. I can totally understand that. Well, Paulina, thank you so much for sharing yeah. about your trip. I know we talked about this a little bit a couple weeks ago to kind of prep for this episode, but it's always so fun, you know, hearing the details of everything. Oh, and I could talk for hours. You know? There's know. so much to talk about with this stuff. And there will be more. So Paulina and I will have um, a couple of more trips to share with you guys. We're also going to do a, a 50th recap. I'm I'm claiming her to do this. We're going to talk about our experience on October 1st at the 50th. Um, we kind of did an impromptu trip. And honestly, it was probably one of the best trips I've ever had. But it was also pretty stressful. But we did learn a lot. So stay tuned. We've got a lot more to share with you. Paulina is going to be kind of my trip guru, uh, guest speaker on the show. So she'll be able to give us a lot of tips with traveling with kids, but also traveling with your girlfriends. We we did a trip, just her and I, and we're going to be planning more in the future, of course. I would say if you're going on a family vacation to Disney, it's more of a trip, not a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> moms don't get a vacation on this kind of vacation. It was so fun. I would do it again a million times. My husband, who had zero interest in going to Disney before he had gone here, he had never been. We hadn't even left Disney yet, and he was saying he wanted to go back. And they're already planning a couple more trips. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And he's still singing the Disney songs. It's really cute. So he's now into the cult. <laughs> so remind people where they can find you on Instagram. Um, Princess Parties by Paulina. I love it. And that's also your Facebook page too, yes. right? Yep. So if you guys have any questions for Paulina, she does do some virtual princess or yeah. character Yeah, if you're calls. not local, we'll do a video. Yes. So feel free to connect with her. And as always, check out our Instagram. It's Melissa in the Magic. I will be launching a more brand specific for my Etsy shop as well as podcast. I will be launching a specific one for that later on, um, probably this summer. I'm just trying to keep life organized, I'm sure, as you guys can imagine. It's difficult sometimes, but I appreciate you guys all listening. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast and you'll hear from us next week. Bye. Bye.